reality is this time in your life is filled with cortisol. It's filled with stress. It's filled with a need to be present all the time. And it has a lot of stimuli that you have to respond to in the moment. Hey mama, are you in your third trimester and starting to freak out about the postpartum period? We'll take a deep breath and welcome to the new mom naturopath podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, a naturopathic physician and a fellow mom who's been in your shoes. From mindset techniques to holistic strategies for your health, we'll empower you to navigate motherhood with confidence and vitality. So grab a comforting cup of tea, or who are we kidding, coffee, and let's dive into this incredible chapter of your life. My goal of this podcast is to embrace the naturopathic principle of docere, which means to teach. I really want you to learn practical advice on how to actually improve your postpartum experience, but this does not replace the use of your own personal physician. Any and all medical advice should be done and taken through the careful and personal decisions of your medical doctor. Have you checked out my free resource, Preparing for Postpartum? A 12-question guide to help couples prepare for postpartum by having open communication and addressing problems before they happen. Please check it out at thenewmomnaturopath.com and also check out my bonus episode that includes a detailed guide of how to go through this process step-by-step. The postpartum period is this time in life where you don't realize the amount of stress that you're encompassed by until you're in it. And we tell people, or I constantly receive this advice, like sleep when the baby sleeps or figure out how to calm yourself down or figure out ways to, you know, relax and be present. The reality is this time in your life is filled with cortisol. It's filled with stress. It's filled with a need to be present all the time. And it has a lot of stimuli that you have to respond to in the moment because another human is dependent on you. And so... I wanted to give you a description of a way that you could utilize that as a way to make sure that you are appropriately using stress for your needs in postpartum. Um, The goal of my podcast and a lot of what I want to share with you is how to use that stress so that you're using it in the right places. When I was in medical school, people would constantly be like, oh, we got to take some herbs to combat the increase in cortisol. We have to, we have to reduce your stress. We have to reduce your stress. And then one of my, one of my colleagues was like, why would we reduce our stress right now? And we all looked at him like, what? He was like, we want to be stressed because we want to get our stuff done and we want to learn and we want to like, we want to drink from the fire hose. And if we're trying to drink from a fire hose, we kind of want to be stressed so that we can do it. We don't, like, you can't do that relaxed. You'll drown. And I'm like, oh, oh, that is so true. When you're supposed to be stressed, you're not supposed to be stressed all the time. You're supposed to have ways to have self-care and to take care of yourself. But use your body's innate reaction to get what you need done done. And so things that are changing right now in your life are like they're increasing your cortisol right now. You have a complete change in your life right now. First it was just you. Then it was your husband and you. Then you had to grow this thing, this child that you didn't know, that you didn't have a... 
intellectual or emotional connection to you just had this child right that's not true you had an emotional attached to I'm not gonna say that you didn't but it's different it's very viscerally different when you have a baby in your hands and so that's changing your body is making a thousand and one rearrangements and hormones and ligaments and tendons and structures you're not getting the same circadian rhythm of sleep that you know the 26 hour cycle that your body would normally hold is not holding true right now it's more of a three hour cycle which is stressful and then your child gets a hold of you and 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 gets you to respond to them with cries shrill cries that cause you as a mother to panic Every time my child cried, I just kind of like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I, you're going to do that. That's like a normal thing. And yes, there's literally only three solutions. They need a diaper, they need food, or they're tired. There's Or they're mad because you're making them do tummy time. But I mean, there's not really like a whole list of things that could be wrong. But even then, even when you know what the problem is, a baby that is crying is stressful. So I wanted to just give you a couple of tips to help utilize that stress for good. The first thing is give yourself grace. You're going to have a stress response. So know to your like know yourself in what you do in a stress response. So as you're getting through pregnancy, look at your cues. Analyze what do I do when I'm in that fight or flight or freeze? What do I do? How can I help myself move through this in a very quick fashion? And what things do I need to do to set myself and ground myself in the moment so that I can push past the cue of freak out that happens with being a mom? The second thing is find time to separate from people. So when you have a bunch of cues of stress, you have stress coming at you 360 during postpartum, so you need to figure out a time to let yourself be alone. And this is so hard in those first couple weeks because you will want to instinctively be attached and glued to your child. But you need that time and space to give yourself give yourself the this literal space of feeling who you are in this moment. Because a lot of times you won't feel like you are separate from your child. And biologically you should be like in that moment of like, clingy, amazing. Like it's just, that's the beauty of postpartum. But also you need to give yourself that space of like, I am me. I have needs. Um, and knowing that it's okay for you to just sit in that uncomfortable feeling of being alone as a new mom. The next thing is while you're going through pregnancy, come up with coping strategies to help you in stressful moments. So as you're going to the doctor's office or when you're going to go get a lab drawn that you don't want to go do or um, there's an ultrasound where you're nervous or the baby starts to not move in that right time um, frame in, you know, you start to panic because of something in your pregnancy. There's so many things you could worry about. Um, find ways to help you calm. The thing about calming techniques and mindfulness techniques is they don't work in the moment. They work in the moment if you have practiced them outside of that moment. So finding ways to, while you're pregnant, finding ways to take deep breaths. Um, one 
um, example would be to do um, a clenching and relaxing of your muscles. So as you're sitting in the rocking chair that you're going to nurse your child in or feed them milk, um, clench every muscle that you can possibly imagine for 10 seconds and then completely relax them. Um, another technique is to identify um, five things that you can see, four things you can hear, two things you can um, touch, or three things you can touch, two things you can taste, and one thing you can smell. And just doing that will put you in the sense of grounding you where you are. Um, another option would be to put your feet flat on the floor and just close your eyes and feel your feet on the floor. Feel your, um, your, how you're touching the chair and just like sit in that and like be calming that way. Um, and then the, another thing would be to go do a, um, do like a quick check in of where you're at. So taking a deep breath and feeling where your stress is sitting. So somatically, like where you feel that stress. A lot of times for me, I feel it in my chest, um, right below my clavicle bones. Like I just feel it like sit right there and I'll just sit and breathe into that space. So taking a deep breath in and going and holding it and then letting it all go. Um, those are ways in the moment that you can, there's a motorcycle behind me, so I didn't realize the window was open, but it has to be open because that's where the air conditioner goes out. But anyway, taking a moment to deep breathe and utilize those tips and tricks while you're not in this freak out moment of postpartum is amazing. Um, I think we take so much time in pregnancy to worry about labor because, oh my gosh, that's scary and unknown and also everyone says it's horrifyingly painful so that's all your body wants to think about and then the immediately after birth and then you kind of are like I gotta I have to how am I gonna feed my baby those are the, those are the two worries you worry about when you're in pregnancy but I think that preparing yourself for the chaos that comes in the weeks following pregnancy is super important so having these techniques ready and at hand is super helpful for when those moments of complete stress happen. Now, in terms of utilizing those stress responses, the point of these calming techniques is not to take away the cortisol or the stress response or the adrenaline rush. The point of them is so that during that adrenaline rush, you don't lose sight of who you are. You don't lose sight of the calm factor. The one thing that they don't tell you is that babies are kind of psychic, is that they know when you're freaking out. So they know because you tense up, you freak out, you your breath gets shallower, you start to secrete pheromones. Like there are things that happen to you when you're in that freak out mode. If you do not ground yourself, it will be a domino effect and the child will freak out too. It is not to scare you, that is to motivate you to find ways to in the moment freak out less or to not freak out less. That's not the word I'm looking for. That's not what I'm looking for. What I'm saying is you want to have them, um, you want to have control of that stress response in that moment so that you can utilize those uh, get up and fight mode. You can actually fight. You can get and go, this child needs food. I'm going to go get the bottle. 
this child needs to sleep. I'm going to go swaddle him and put him in bed. This child needs to do tummy time and doesn't want to. It's okay for him to be upset. I'm going to just sit in his uncomfort and try to distract him. But it's okay that he cries right now. Like there are a myriad of different things. Now, in the moment, sometimes these things do not happen. So one of the main ways that you can help utilize that stress response is to just get out and go. And so sometimes it's going to take you to say, I can't handle this right now. And you either need to put the child in a um, carrier device and take a breather in another room. As long as they're in a safe space for a couple minutes, you can take 15 seconds to do a couple deep breaths and leave. Sometimes that means putting them in a stroller, letting them cry in the stroller. You can let anybody judge you outside of you as long as the baby's safe. It doesn't matter if they're crying, if they are safe and you are caring for them and you've done everything you could possibly think of, sometimes a child just needs to go outside. So walks are amazing. They help you remember you're not in the circadian rhythm things. So your body doesn't know what it's doing. So seeing sunlight is an amazing resource. So in those moments, utilize your stress response to get them in that stroller really quick and go outside. Use that stress response to perhaps draw up a bath and introduce them to some water play if they're old enough and you feel like they can enjoy the bathtub. Some kids do, sometimes my child did not like the bath. Um, but that's for a different reason. But my child did not, but water play was not fun until he was two. Um, and so those are just some things that you can do to utilize stress in the moment and use the calming front part of your brain to do rational thought because sometimes it's just easy to just go or to freak out and freeze. So these techniques, while if you practice them prior to being in that situation, they help out a lot. Now, can you do this if you're already postpartum? Yes, practice is perf makes perfect, but I always laugh because you, you talk about how medicine, you're a practicing physician, meaning you're always practicing, you're always getting better. So it's never a bad time to start. So utilize these things in the moment, but know that you probably will take a little bit of time to develop the skills. So I hope this helped. If you have any questions, please email me at info at then the new mom naturopath.com or pop into our Facebook group. I'm super excited to have you there. Let me know if you have any questions. It's very tiny right now, as in there aren't really people there at the time I'm recording this podcast. And I really want to connect. I really want to talk. So it would really be personal and one-on-one -on -one discussions. And I would love to have a conversation with you. So please pop in there. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I really hope you learned something and grew during this episode. If you could leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be so helpful for me. If you have any questions, email me at admin at thenewmomnaturopath.com. And as always, please join our Facebook group, The New Mom Naturopath, on Facebook. Have a wonderful day.